are listening to the Goal Digger Guide podcast. I'm your host, Brianne Burke. I'm here to help you to become the ambitious, confident, daring woman you are meant to be. I'll provide you with a no BS approach on tips, tricks, and takeaways that you will be able to implement into your life to further strive in becoming the best version of yourself. Learn to show up with your shoulders back, your head held high, while being unapologetically you. Attract what is meant to be yours through self-love, education, insight, and inspiration. Now let's get real AF. Hello, what is up? Welcome back to the Gold Digger Guide podcast. I'm your host, Brianne Burke, and I am so excited for today's topic. We are going to be discussing the gift of being present. Now, This idea and concept around being present, I feel as though in today's age is really, really emphasized and highlighted. And before recording this podcast, I was thinking back to my days in elementary school, high school, university, and even honestly into my mid-20s. I'm just like, when did this concept and idea around being present really come to surface? And I honestly couldn't tell you through all my educational years. I truly don't think I really learned about it up until a couple years ago. And something with self-development and mental health and the examples of Bell Let's Talk Day, as though, although it's a very beautiful thing that all of these stigmas have come to surface and people are now open to learn and understand and have conversations about uncomfortable topics, I feel as though we're constantly told to implement these behaviors into our life without an actual lesson of how to do so. And this just relates back to this idea of being present. I'm just like, unless you are doing, going above and beyond doing research and reading on top of your regular scheduled working hours, it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. I need to be more present, but yo, how do I do that? (laughs) So what I'm wanting to do today is kind of break things down and actually explain this to you because upon my own learnings, I found this really, really helpful. And I am definitely one that needs like education and some science and some research behind things for me to logically comprehend what things actually mean and like how to actually incorporate that into my life. You know what I mean? I need actual results. Now, I'm not saying everybody is like that, but I think overall this will be something that can really resonate with you and will actually be a tangible takeaway for you to implement into your life. So I'm going to start off with the concept and natural behavior and habit we all have of ruminating about the past. So When we are ruminating about the past, what that means is essentially we are focusing in living in past tense. We are thinking about situations that have occurred in our past and we're obsessing over it. Now, I know I was definitely guilty of this. Naturally, I'm definitely an overthinker, which I have to work on every single day to put that into perspective. But when you're ruminating in the past, you're oftentimes fixated on negative situations And therefore, you kind of put yourself into that actual energetic state of being negative and your mind becomes almost fogged over. And this can really tap into human beings behavior of wanting to control a situation because 
you're thinking back, you're analyzing, you almost get to a point of where you're manipulating a situation, like thinking it was done one way when it was done the other, you start adding in memories that didn't actually happen, you start to add in conversations that didn't happen, and it can just eat you up inside. Like obsessing over the past is not a good feeling. I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with that. We are all guilty of it. But when we are ruminating and we are living in our past, it does nothing for us. There is a difference between having a situation at hand, it's past, yes, shortly in time, and you taking a lesson from it. And that's healthy growing and it encourages growth and prosperity. But when you are fixating on something, that conversation that you had in high school, I know we all do it. That is not serving you to be your higher self. Now, if we're not ruminating in the past, we are anxious over the future. So this is really common of being concerned and obsessing about what's to come. Oftentimes, this is attached to the concept of the unknown. It freaks a lot of us out thinking about how we're not going to know what happens to us or a situation that's going to come up or we don't feel like we're going to be prepared. So what do we do? We oftentimes try to almost imagine and visualize situations that are going to happen. And in this way, in our mind, we're telling ourselves that we're preparing ourselves for the situation And I think a lot of you can admit that they're negative situations. So we start fixating on how we're going to react, what we're going to say, how we're going to feel. And we essentially want to control the situation that has not even occurred yet. How many of you have done this? Don't get me wrong, I've done this plenty as well. (laughs) And how often does A, the situation not happen at all, B, it happens in a completely different way than you planned for, or C, you don't end up handling it the way you built up in your mind. So when you are not present, you are living in the past, ruminating, fixating on things that you can't undo. Or you're living in the future, you're anxious in what is the unknown, something that you cannot control. So you're never in the present moment of actually living your life. And just to take a moment to reflect at whatever your age at right now, think about all the time in your life that you did not live in the present moment because you were too fixated on the past or you were too anxious about the future. You can make this observation and not beat yourself up, not feel guilty, not obsess over it, not ruminate over that or feel anxious over it, but literally just make an observation of your life. You could probably come up with a few circumstances and situations where you think back, you're like, that was a really lovely moment with my partner, with my family or having fun with my friends, but I was too caught up with what was to come or what had already been. So you can make a conscious effort right now to be like, Being present is now a priority moving forward. I have learned from this lesson and I would like to make an effort to be more present in my life and do this gracefully with yourself, not being hard on yourself. But the first step is honestly becoming self-aware and being mindful of it and how often you're just on autopilot going through life and your mind is always elsewhere. So this kind of leads in to this other 
step that I want to got to walk you guys through. So it's the NLP communication model. So it's the neuro linguistic programming communication model. So I am definitely a person that likes results, research, tangible takeaways that I can actually implement and make sense of. And not everyone is like this, but I think this will help you guys break down and understand how we as human beings actually absorb and take in information that will allow you to understand the importance in ways to really be more present in your day-to-day life. So at any given time in your life, we are absorbing 200 million bits of information all around us. So right now, like I am speaking into this microphone and this is what I'm focused on. I hear my own voice. I have headphones on, but I'm not thinking or acknowledging sounds that are happening in the background or the fact that I can see snow fall from out my window or things that are placed in my room, things like this, right? And we, our mind essentially is presented with 200 million bits of information at any given second through our senses, which is our fit, um, our eyes, our ears, our touch, our smell, our taste. It is absorbed through those senses. And then what it does through internal representation, it either deletes, distorts, or generalizes these bits of information based on what it knows our body can handle and our mind can handle at that given time. So example, What I just highlighted, how I don't really think about all the other items in my room or maybe how I feel sitting on this chair is because I, my mind knows and my body knows that I would be overstimulated. Imagine if we were having to react to every single thing in our life, we would constantly, we wouldn't be able to think or process absolutely anything. So what our mind does takes this 200 million bits of information through our senses, through our internal representation, it either deletes, distorts, or generalizes it and breaks it into only 126 bits of information. So that is now processed and based on our state, and our state includes our time, our location, our mood, our meta programs, our language, memories, decisions, beliefs, values, and identity, From those filters, the 126 bits are going through these filters and based on those filters is how we essentially decide to behave and react to a situation. Therefore, the results. So think, in a present moment, if we are being given this information, right, and our mind decides that it thinks we can handle this information at this given time, in our mood is low vibes. It's a shitty mood because I'm fixated on this silly situation, or it might not be silly. It might be really relevant, but this negative situation that happened in the past. So I am what you would consider in a bad mood. So I'm presented with this information. It gets filtered through my mood, which then dictates my behavior and how I react. And looking back, then I'm upset with myself because I didn't handle the situation well. And there is so much that we do not have control over, but we do have control over ourselves. And we are always happier when we know we've handled a situation well. This can help that behavior of ruminating because you're proud of yourself, how you handle situation. So that is how we process information. 
we our mind either deletes, distorts, or generalizes uh, these 200 million bits of information through our internal representation to decide what we can handle. It's like here on a platter, here's only 126 bits of information out of the 200 million. And then those other filters like time, mood, decisions, beliefs, values, indicate how we then decide to process those 126 bits of information to then lead to our behavior and to our results. So you have to think those filters in your present moment truly dictate your ongoing behavior. So if you're constantly ruminating in a negative state of mind, fixating on the past, or you're constantly in this anxious state, fixating on the future, think your filters are going to be unstable. You're not going to be able to process information in a good manner, a stable manner for you to actually behave in a way that will give you positive results. So from there, (laughs) it is known, I feel, as though people that are able to be present have more of a sense of control. Because they are truly living and they're strong in their stance and they're able to actually feel and absorb and engage their task at hand. And you can feel it, right? Like when you're talking to someone, you know if they're distracted. (laughs) You don't have to be a psychologist to pick this up. You can be talk, like just engaging with someone at a party, um, talking to your partner, talking to your sibling. You know if they're engaged and truly there and truly listening or if their mind is elsewhere or they're thinking about the future, or they're thinking about the past. So Ed Millette said, if you don't know him, he's amazing. He's a motivational speaker. He has a podcast. He has a a lot, a lot of great content. But he said, present people make the most impact because those people are truly taking on one thing at a time. And if you want to immerse yourself in greatness in all areas of your life, You must learn to be present and you will shift and you will veer off that path of being present, but it's always about bringing yourself back and you'll notice a shift in your mood and specifically speaking to women and I love you, women are my people, but we are notorious for multitasking. I honestly, up until... I don't know, I would say three, four years ago, I was an A-plus student in multitasking and I felt good multitasking. I felt as though I was getting a ton done. And I think it's just the makeup and our programming as women because we always want to do things ourselves. We want to get a lot done. It's like, why wouldn't I brush my teeth while also cooking breakfast? It saves me time. But it's actually not as efficient and you're never fully immersed in what you're doing. So this leads me to my next point is when we're being present, that doesn't necessarily mean it's always a good positive situation at a given time. Like when you're present, you are present in the good. You're present in the great. You're present in the hard. You're present in the, in the bad times. Because in that way, you're actually ex- like you're experiencing life. And and then your body just opens up to truly understand what you're capable of. And when I say body, I mean like your body and your mind and your energetic being just truly opens up to tap in 
to who you are instead of living in this past version of yourself or this um, or this uh, future version of yourself that doesn't even exist and just wants to control things. And it's natural for us to want to control things. And that definitely ties on to and overlaps with this behavior of us multitasking. It, we're just wanting to control everything and do everything ourselves. But that takes away from you truly being present. So what we need to do here is release the feeling of control. Allow life to be fluid. Almost be like water. Like be able to mold and be flexible while still staying true to you and staying true to your state. And this kind of ties into my last point is you are no longer on autopilot. So you become energetically aligned to actually create your reality around you. Now, let me further explain this. When you are energetically aligned, you are capable of creating your reality versus your reality dictating how you internally feel. Oftentimes, people allow their reality to dictate how they observe and take in information, right? Like they think that life is happening to them instead of happening for them. They are coming at it with this place of lack and scarcity and negativity, and they have a hard time getting out of this because their minds are constantly fixated on the past of what they cannot change, or they're, they're, they're in this constant state of the future, which holds anxiety and uncertainty. But when you are living in a present moment, you are aligned with who you are. Therefore, energetically, you can actually create your reality. So when you are present and you're creating your reality, you will notice a shift. You will notice that you start to perceive life differently. Life is coming at you with more abundance. You look at it more as though life is happening in your favor. You start to be able to handle situations in a way that you're more proud of. And this isn't to say that life has necessarily changed for you externally, because oftentimes it hasn't. But when you start to show up differently in your life, you start to take your power back when you're living in a present state. And you all know this. You, I'm sure, all have someone in your life that has made a recognizable shift. Their life is still happening all around them, but they just seem more calm. They seem more happy, more fulfilled. They're maybe not as complaining as much, right? They start to handle situations a little bit differently than they did before. And that is because they're living more presently. They're happy. They're not fixating on the past. Maybe they've let go of things that they've carried as a burden for so long and they've accepted whatever is meant to be will be. So they're able to live in the now. So these are things that I want you to take away. The importance of being present and truly how we as human beings process information. We are very complicated. Our minds have so much ability to manipulate and shift. But know that you can work on your filters. So when you are handed those 126 bits at any given moment, take into consideration where you are, your mood that you're in, your beliefs, your values, like how are you feeling in that current state and ways that you can actually kind of move away from fixating on the past or obsessing about the future is 
A, to become mindful of it. So listening to this podcast and being like, I'm going to make an F, a conscious effort moving forward to be more present. If you are talking to someone, if you're engaging with anyone, even if it's not an enjoyable conversation, put that fa- phone down and face it, screen down. If you are fixating on the past, take a pen to a piece of paper and write it out and tell yourself you are forgiving yourself. The lesson has been learned and it is time to let go. And you're, if you're obsessing about the future, try your best to internalize and understand the stress and anxiety that you're putting on your on your body and how it is not serving you and how that's dictating how you handle situations and it can truly be a vicious cycle if you're not allowing yourself to live presently and you'll notice when you are coming into a present state because you will after listening to this you will just notice maybe how things feel you'll pick something up and you'll notice how it feels you'll go outside and maybe you'll be observational of the smell that's happening around you or the temperature or how something feels underneath your feet or even taking that extra second when you're eating something how does it taste let your taste buds go wild and you start to just enjoy life more when you get cozy and comfortable on that couch and you're binging Netflix for the millionth time because we've been in a year of a pandemic and we can't see our friends think about how cozy it is under that blanket, cuddled up on the couch. And you truly start to live in a more present state, appreciate what is happening around you, understand that life is always happening for you, and you slowly start to drift away from fixating on the past of what has already been done. In the future, whatever is meant to happen for you will, and that will determine on how you handle things presently. It is all very much in your control and it does take work, but I'm telling you for someone that's been working on this for a few years now, it becomes easier the more you become more mindful of it. So I hope this was really, really helpful and I hope it resonated with a few of you. You could take some tangible tips and takeaways and implement them into your life and please leave a review. Let me know any feedback. Let me know if any questions come up for you because I am here to help And I hope you're really present by the ending of this podcast episode. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Gold Digger Guide podcast. If you're looking to find more ways on how to up-level your life, you can find me on Instagram at Brianne Burke, where I share all my tips and tricks on everything mindset and productivity. I am here to serve you. So please share a review. Let me know what you want to hear and let's grow together.